Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hi, Glenn. It really is like going to law school every time you're on. And I, I don't. I, I was not told there'd be this much work in morning radio, <laughs> this much legal work. Good morning, Steph. There will be a pop quiz coming up. <laughs> ah, um, so let's start with, uh, obviously, uh, what, I don't know. Are we overusing the word bombshell? Newly surfaced audio. Trump admits uh, on a recording with Jonathan Carl that the January 6th rioters would have listened to him if he went to the Capitol to, quote, stop the problem. He says it would have been very well uh, received. Uh, let me just read here uh, what other uh, CNN legal experts said. The audio will be highly valuable evidence for the prosecutor and likely to be part of the trial. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing, I mean... I, I, I don't even know, again, how much evidence we need, but give us your take on this latest piece. Yeah, in case there was any little hole in the evidence proving Donald Trump's criminal intent beyond a reasonable doubt, he's kind of plugged that hole. Yeah. So the reason this is an important statement is because Donald Trump acknowledges that he had the power to stop the attack mid-progress, and he declined to do it. He just said it. I could have gone there and stopped it. Well, what does that um, make us think of? The January 6th House Select Committee hearing testimony that we all saw that people were streaming in to the private dining room off the Oval Office, begging and pleading to have Donald Trump call off his attack dogs, and he wouldn't. And he now has articulated, I had the power to stop it, and I chose not to. I mean, this guy is dead and stinking as soon as we get this case in the trial. Yeah. I, you know, and as usual, when it's his big mouth, he just can't stop. Like, he literally, it's in a thing about how big the crowd was. He said, if you look at the size, the real size of that crowd, it was never reported correctly. It was the biggest crowd I've ever spoken to. It's just this thing yeah, again. Yeah. And then he just has to keep talking like, oh, I would have been so well received if I went down there. I mean, that's admitting he incited it, that they were there because of him, right? Yeah, and the crowd size kind of bookends Donald Trump's, you know, time as president and thereafter. It's like, uh, remember Sean Spicer saying, it was the biggest inauguration crowd ever, period. Um, And now we have Donald Trump bragging about the same thing at his pre-insurrection pep rally. This is absolute insanity, Steph. 
Um, so, Glenn, let's talk about, uh, God, I, I'm having trouble keeping track of which case that we're talking about. <laughs> um, but so, the, this gag order was lifted temporarily in the New York fraud case? Why, first of all? Yeah, so I'll tell you, I am getting so um, frustrated with the gag orders in both D.C. and New York. Yeah. They're on again, they're off again, they're on again, they're off again. I mean, it's clear that the court system has a real gag reflex problem, <laughs> right? And, and and the thing is, Steph, when the gag orders are in place, Donald Trump, for the most part, has complied. He got, you know, he violated it a couple of times in New York and got some money sanctions issued against him. But uh, here's the question that I can't answer. Why is it that the institutions of government, criminal justice system, is forever willing to sacrifice the safety and security of witnesses, judges and court staff, prosecutors and jurors to Donald Trump's threats, to his violent rhetoric? I, I don't I don't have an answer to that. But the one the one way to stop it is assert the rule of law as it was intended to be asserted and detain him pending yeah. trial. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's one way to shut him down, and the law permits it. I mean, you know who agrees with you is, what's his name? Ty Cobb, <laughs> Trump's yeah. former lawyer, yeah. right? Said he sh- his uh, Trump should soon end up up in jail over his off-the-rails rhetoric regarding his New York business fraud trial. Uh, so the limited gag order, I don't, you can explain that again, why they lifted it. He And it seems like he has... First of all, this citizen's arrest thing, calling for a citizen's arrest, how is that not inciting violence against Letitia James? It, and it is Jane It Warren? is inciting violence. I mean, all of this is a variation on the theme that Donald Trump tweeted out on January 6th. Mike Pence didn't have the courage to keep me in office. So what? you don't have to read between the lines to see that Donald Trump was telling his foot soldiers, get him, get him. Everything Donald Trump tweets and posts and says at his hate rallies is designed to convey the message to his supporters, get them, the people who are endeavoring to hold me accountable for my crimes, get them. Yeah. And by the way, I, speaking of justice coming, thank God this, you know, the Paul Pelosi attacker was just convicted yesterday because that's what's going to happen to you. You know, if you go ahead, follow Trump's, uh, you know, incitement of violence um, so he was, uh, what's his name? David DuPay found guilty on both counts. Uh, prosecutors had indicted him on charges of attempted kidnapping of a federal officer or employee and insult on an immediate family member of a federal officer. He faces up to life in prison. Good. But, you know, obviously that makes clear, too, the target was Nancy Pelosi, as, and this was a continuation of Trump's orders on January 6th, right? And we keep sacrificing innocent folk to Donald Trump's you know, violence inciting behavior and posts and rants. And I I don't know why it is, but, you know, there's always a little silver lining behind the big dark cloud or maybe the big orange cloud. And and that is uh, Judge Chutkin. Everything she has said and everything she has done proves that she's determined to take Donald Trump to trial beginning in early March. uh, Unless the Supreme Court somehow stops it, stays it, pauses it. Donald Trump is going to trial in early March and probably by the end of April, He'll be a convicted felon. Yeah. So yeah, everybody needs to hold fast to that 
little sliver yeah. of a silver lining behind the big dark cloud. Well, you know I'm a healthy eater and eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. There's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup is needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Head on over to factormeals.com slash liberal50 and use that code liberal50 to get 50% off. Once again, the code liberal50 at factormeals.com slash liberal50 for 50% off. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, uh, no more than a, a liberal hippie like Chris Christie agrees with you. So, um, but talk to me quickly about this um, citizen's arrest thing, because, I, you know, obviously a legal expert is saying the base, there is no basis for a citizen's arrest. Um, this is why that in itself is breaking the law, isn't it? There, uh, he said the speech here should be viewed as incitement and Trump should be held to account for it. I mean, that's if someone has broken the law. Obviously, Letitia James and Judge and Gorin have not broken the law. So has he, in fact, broken the law by by calling for that? Yeah, but how many times have we let him break the law with impunity, endangering the lives of of witnesses and others? But, yeah, directing people to go out and and, um, uh, engage in citizens' arrests of his perceived enemies— that is urging people again to violence in a new and creative way and the question forever will be what is the system willing to do about it and you know thus far the system hasn't really been willing to tackle that yeah um so let's talk let's turn oh god so much criming let's right. turn to georgia <laughs> um so the judge overseeing the election interference case uh in georgia issued an order that prohibits the release of certain evidence uh scott mccaffey is that the judge there wrote that allowing the party's unfettered ability to publicly share pretrial materials undermines the discovery process during which lawyers for both sides share evidence. Um, Obviously, this was leaked, I think he said it, for to witness tamper again, right? Yeah, and and I do think it probably qualifies as irony that there is one defendant that Fonnie Willis is seeking to revoke on release and detain pending trial because that defendant poses a danger to witnesses, and yet Donald Trump is not being detained pending trial, and Fonnie Willis isn't attempting to revoke him. I don't know. If you had to measure the danger to society um, represented by Donald Trump versus represented by that other defendant down in Georgia, I'm going with Donald Trump. He's a danger to society. He's a danger to the witnesses. He's a danger to the very existence of our democracy. 
and yet nobody has prodded the rule of law into wakefulness to detain him pending trial. Maybe that's coming. Let's talk about our very least favorite judge and case, Judge Cannon. So <laughs> a lot of people speculating that Jack Smith has to be close to asking for recusal. What do you think, and what, do you, what are the chances there? You know, Steph, I'm not a betting man. I'm not a high roller. One dollar is my betting limit. <laughs> I would put a buck, and I'm sorry to say this, on uh, Jack Smith declining to file a motion to recuse. I think it should have been filed long ago, and here's why. Um, I think we need to litigate in the harsh light of day the question of Judge Cannon's impartiality or lack of impartiality. Let's get the courts to make that decision. It will be Judge um, Cannon's decision to make in the first instance because you make the motion to the judge to have her recuse herself, assuming she refuses. Then it goes up to the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. But let's get this issue hashed out on the facts and the law yeah. rather than forever wondering aloud why in the world are we letting it happen and then we have to live with whatever the 11th circuit court of appeals decides but i'd rather have the the issue litigated yeah. and decided authoritatively and then we can move on i hope you know did don't know if you noticed but my dog only starts whining when we talk about judge cannon <laughs> all of the other yeah. cases they're fine with right. um you said uh, Jeff Clark, you tweeted, Jeff Clark has revealed his prospective witness list for his upcoming bar discipline trial. Uh, it includes, oh, a list of, a oh, parade yeah. of insurrectionists. Uh -huh. yeah. Like, remember Disney on Ice? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mark Meadows, Matt Gates, uh, Scott Perry, etc. Talk to us about that for a minute. Yes. My favorite is Scott, pardon me, Perry, right? This guy knew he committed crimes on and around January 6th, which is what prompted him yeah. to ask for a pardon. Yeah. He only asked for a pardon. If you know you committed crime and you want to get away with it, Thank right? You. So, boy, would I love to cross-examine Scott Perry <laughs> if he's going to testify on behalf of, you know, a, a Jeffrey Clark, because I would spend an hour asking him about why he felt the need to ask for a pardon to get away with his J6 crimes. And I don't know that I would ever cross-examine him on anything else. We would just spend our whole day <laughs> together and he would be, you know, I would highlight all of the evidence that makes it clear that he committed crimes, yeah. and then we talk about pardons. So you know what, Jeff, bring it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, okay. This other, so many cases. Judge Poise, you tweeted, Judge Poise to decide if Trump is disqualified from being on the 2024 presidential ballot. This is obviously in a bunch of states. Um, talk to us about, is this going to, when, if you are correct, and Chris Christie's correct, and a lot of other people know what they're talking about, and he's a convicted felon this spring does that change these cases and where are we with those so you know interestingly the convicted felon piece doesn't necessarily change but what it does is it gives even more ammunition to the state court judges and the state court cases that are seeking to disqualify him because he engaged in insurrection and the constitution the uh, section three of the 14th amendment says if you engage in insurrection or you give aid and comfort to insurrectionists after you had taken an oath to support the Constitution, you're disqualified. So I think these court cases are going to be really important. I am hopeful that Judge Sarah Wallace out in Colorado has all of the ammunition she needs yeah. to reach, I think, the only logical conclusion based on the evidence, which is Donald Trump engaged in insurrection. Now, that will ultimately make its way up to the Supreme Court. But I have so little confidence in the Supreme Court's integrity that I think they will right. do everything they can to keep Donald Trump out of the White House because the Supreme Court doesn't want an aspiring dictator and 
the White yeah. House because a dictator well, has no interest in the Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Um, yeah, he thinks of them, they all work for him, whoever, he, my judges, right? I mean, speaking of which, uh, on cue, the Supreme Court denied temporary relief to Florida yesterday by upholding the lower court's ruling blocking the state's law that bans children from adult live performances that are lewd in nature. So, you know, that's a blow against uh, Ron DeSantis. They can't, you know, the, they, he can't enforce this stupid anti-drag law, right? Yeah, uh, and, you know, sometimes the Supreme Court gets it right. It seems like more often than not, they are willing to revoke um, people's constitutional rights, particularly women's, you know, previously constitutionally protected privacy rights to make their own reproductive health decisions. But sometimes they get something right. And this is one instance where I think um, they did get something right. Yeah. Um, as you know, uh, Trump is already whining about uh, them finding no wrongdoing on Joe, with Joe Biden on the classified document stuff, which we knew, mm -hmm. right? But, you know, you make a great point in one of your tweets, too. You said uh, once his trial starts, Trump will be convicted by a chorus of Republican voices as prosecution witnesses. I mean, I, let's hope that the polling is right on that, that once he is convicted, that changes everything. And, and as I think you it say, has to. Yeah, go ahead. I think it has to change everything. I think at some point the Republican Party, if only, you know, coming from a place of self-preservation, will have to say, OK, He's no longer, you know, the mantle bearer. We have to go with somebody else or else we are just killing ourselves, right? So I do think it's coming. It's been too long in coming. Yeah. But I do think eventually when Donald Trump is convicted, and I believe he'll be imprisoned, at some point mm -hmm. the party's got to walk away from him. Just like we're seeing some indications now that even, you know, MAGA Mike Johnson had to, you know, join together with the Democrats yeah. to keep the funding going. And, yeah. the, and the, the House Ethics Committee has said, DeSantis, get the hell out. I mean, so it looks like, yeah. you know, very reluctantly, they're starting to conclude that self-preservation means we have yeah. to do something different than we've been doing. Yeah. Um, real quick, last thing is just because obviously there's a lot of talk about Judge Cannon, you know, could screw up Fonnie Willis's timeline and do all this stuff. Um, yeah. Just the, uh, your friend Andrew Weissman tweeted, not scheduling a SIPA Section 5 hearing, which is routine, is a clear sign she's just as much in the bag for Trump as when she issued her horrendous pretrial rulings, both reversed in scathing language by the conservative 11th Circuit. What a piece of work she is. And she just he said, you know, she just over and over, as you said, showing bias. Um, and so Smith has to be wondering whether and when uh, to seek her reversal by the Court of Appeals and her removal. So talk to us again about what would be the time frame on that and why, if, if he does. You know, it seems to me and, you know, I, I kind of I, I agree with Andrew's sentiment. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think J Jack Smith, if he was going to file a motion to recuse, would have done it long ago. Now, I do think, you know, in aggregate, the more bad decisions she makes, 
um, the more basis there is to file the motion yeah. to recuse. There's no there's no set time limit. The reason I say that is because, you know, tomorrow, if Judge Cannon said, listen, I am going to continue to do things that show I have a bias in favor of Donald Trump. Well, that would give rise to a motion. Right. And I, I think she has said and done enough to have the motion to recuse filed. And people should remember that the the bar is set very low for recusal. The bar is if a judge's impartiality might be reasonably questioned. That's a very low bar. Yep. I think I still think that he should make the motion. I think it should be litigated and I think we should move past it. Okay, that is eerie because I don't know if you noticed, but once again, when we finished with Cannon, Clyde started whining again. Yeah. He's like, it's like an amber alert for uh, bad judicial yeah, decisions. Judges. He, he shut up when we stopped talking about canon. Okay, Glenn Kirshner, you remained uh, just a, a hero. Thank you so much. <clears throat> see you. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy yeah. Thanksgiving. We won't happy see you next week, but happy Thanksgiving. Be I'll, safe. I'll miss you next, I'll miss you next oh, week. Me too. So thankful for you. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, Steph.